You are listening to Stand By For Places, Dracula, the vampire play in three acts, dramatized by Hamilton Dean and John L. Balderston, originally from Bram Stoker's novel, Dracula. This is directed by me, Gracie Freeman Lifshitz, and brought to you by a cast of wonderful actors, Dylan Houston, playing John Harker, Emily Glick as Dr. Seward, Jacob Maximilian Barron as Renfield, Zach Teicher as Van Helsing, Ali Kanyazaris Merrill as Lucy, Bug Johnson as Dracula, and myself as the attendant, as well as Abby Greenbaum as the maid. We hope you enjoy and have a spooky Halloween season. You're sure Ms. Lucy is no worse? Just the same, sir. Oh, John. Dr. Seward, what is it? Why have you sent for me? My dear John, I told you in my wire there was nothing new. You said no change, don't worry, but to come at once. And you lost no time. I jumped in the car and burned down the road from London. Oh, doctor, surely there must be something more we can do for Lucy. I'd give my life gladly if it would save her. I'm sure you would, my boy. You love her with the warm blood of youth. But don't forget, I love my daughter, too. She's all I have. You must see that nothing medical science can suggest has been left undone. Medical science couldn't do much for Mina. Poor Mina. Yes, poor Mina. She died after the same incredible symptoms that my Lucy has developed. My Lucy, too. Our Lucy, then. Good God, what was that? Only Renfield, a patient of mine. But you never keep violent patients here in your sanatorium. Lucy must have been compelled to listen to raving madmen. I quite agree, and I'm going to have him sent away. Until just lately, he was always quiet. I'll be sorry to lose him. What? An unusual case. Zoophagus. What's that? A life-eating maniac. What? Yes, he thinks that by absorbing lives, he can prolong his own life. Good Lord. Catches flies and eats them, and by way of change, he feeds the flies to the spiders, fattens them up, then he eats the spiders. Good God, how disgusting. But tell me about Lucy. Why, why did you send for me? Yesterday, I wired to Holland for my old friend Van Helsing. He'll be here soon. The car has gone down to the station for him now. I'm going to turn Lucy's case over to him. Another specialist on anemia? No, my boy. Whatever this may be, it's not anemia. And this man, who speaks a dozen languages as well as his own, knows about mysterious diseases, knows more than anyone alive. Heaven knows it's mysterious enough, but surely the symptoms are clear. So were poor Mina's, perfectly clear. There they are, at it again. Every dog for a mile around. They seem howls of terror. We've heard that chorus every night since Mina fell ill. When I was traveling in Russia, and the dogs in the village barked like that, the natives always said wolves were prowling about. I hardly think you'll find wolves prowling around Purley, 20 miles from London. 
Yet your old house might be in the wilderness. Nothing in sight except that place Carfax that Count Dracula has taken? Your friend the Count came in again last evening. <laughs> He's no friend of mine. Don't say that. He knows that you and I gave our blood for Lucy, as well as for Mina. And he offered to undergo transfusion himself if we need another volunteer. Well, that's sporting of him. I see I've misjudged him. He seems genuinely interested in Lucy. If he were a young man, I'd think... What? But his whole attitude shows that it isn't that. We need sympathy in this house, John, and I'm grateful for it. So am I. Anyone who offers to help Lucy can have anything I've got. Well, I think he does help Lucy. She always seems cheered up when he comes. That's fine. May I go see Lucy now? We'll go together. That must be Van Helsing. You go ahead. I'll come promptly. Professor Van Helsing. My dear Van Helsing, I can never repay you for this. <laughs> were it only a patient of yours instead of your daughter, I would have come. You once rendered me a service. Don't speak of that. You'd have done it for me. Let me give you something to eat. I, I dine on the boat train. I do not waste time when there is work to do. Ah, oh, Van Helsing, you cast the old spell on me. I lean on you before you have been two minutes in my house. You wrote of your daughter's symptoms. Tell me more of the other young lady, the one who died. Poor Mina Weston. She was a girl just Lucy's age. They were inseparable. She was on a visit here when she fell ill, as I wrote you. She just grew weaker. Day by day she wasted away, but there were no anemic symptoms. Her blood was normal when analyzed. You said you performed transfusions? Yes, Sir William Briggs ordered that. You see this mark? Well, Lucy herself and her fiancé, John Harker, gave their blood as well. So, three transfusions. And the effect? And she rallied after each. The color returned to her cheeks, but the next morning, she would turn pale and weak again. She complained of bad dreams. Ten days ago, we found her in a stupor from which nothing could rouse her. She died. And the other symptoms? None, except those two little marks on the throat, the ones I wrote you about. <laughs> and which perhaps brought me here so quickly. What were they like? Just two white dots with red centers. We decided she must have run a safety pin through the skin of her throat, trying in her delirium to fasten a scarf or shawl. Perhaps. And your daughter's symptoms are the same? Precisely. She too speaks of bad dreams. Van Helsing, you've lived in the tropics. May this not be some alien to our medical experience in England? <laughs> it may indeed, my friend. <laughs> How did you... Who is this man? One of my patients. This is gross carelessness. Did you hear us talking? Words, words, words. Come, come, Renfield. You know you mustn't wander about this way. How did you get out of your room? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> How are the flies? Mr. Renfield makes a hobby of eating flies. I'm afraid you need spiders, too, sometimes, don't you, Renfield? Will you walk into my parlor, said the spider to the fly. <laughs> Excuse me, doctor. You have not introduced me to your friend. Come, come, Renfield. Uh, humor him. 
Tell the attendant to come here at once. Yes, sir. Oh, very well. Professor Van Helsing, Mr. Renfield, a patient of mine. Ah, who does not know Van Helsing? Your work, sir, in investigating certain obscure diseases, not altogether unconnected with forces and powers that the ignorant herd do not believe exist, has won you a position that posterity will recognize. Butterworth, you have let your patient leave his room again. Allow me, sir. I locked the door on him, and I've got the key in my pocket now. But this is the second time. Only last night you let him escape, and he tried to break into Count Dracula's house across the grounds. He didn't get out the door this time, sir, and it's a drop of 30 feet out the windows. He's just a blooming eel. Now you come with me. Renfield, if this happens again, you will get no more sugar to spread out for your flies. What do I care for flies now? Oh, flies, flies are but poor things. A low form of life beneath my notice. I don't care a pin about flies. Oh, don't you? Any more of your tricks and I'll take your new spider away. Oh, no, 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 please, please, dear. Mr. Butterworth, please leave me my spider. He's getting so nice and fat. When he's had another dozen flies, he'll be just right, just right. <laughs> Come, Mr. Renfield, what makes you want to eat flies? Oh, the wings of a fly, my dear sir, typify the aerial powers of the psychic faculties. Butterworth, take him away. Oh, oh, one moment, my friend. And the spiders? Oh, Professor Van Helsing, can... Can you tell me why that one great spider lived for centuries in the tower of the old Spanish church and grew and grew? He never ate, but he drank and he drank and he would come down and drink the oil of all the church lamps. Butterworth. Ah, one moment, Dr. Stewart. I want you to send me away now, tonight, in a straight waistcoat. Chain me so I can't escape. This is a sanatorium, not a lunatic asylum. This is no place for me. My cries will disturb Miss Lucy, who is ill. They will give your daughter bad dreams, Dr. Stewart. Bad, bad dreams. We'll see about all of this in the morning. Why are you so anxious to go? Oh, I'll tell you. Not that fool Stewart. He wouldn't understand, but you. No, 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 no. No, I wasn't going to say anything. What was that? Oh. It, uh, it was a bat, gentlemen, only a bat. Do you know that in some islands of the eastern seas, there are bats which hang on trees all night, and when the heat is stifling and sailors sleep on the deck in those harbors in the morning, they, they are found dead men, white, even as Miss Mina was. What do you know of Miss Mina? Take him to his room. Why are you so anxious to be moved from here? To save my soul. Yes, Oh, you'll get nothing more out of me than that. And I'm not sure I hadn't rather stay. After all, what is my soul good for? Is not what I am to receive worth the loss of my soul? What's got him thinking about souls? Have you the souls of those flies and spiders on your conscience? I forbid you to plague me about souls. I don't want their souls. All I want is their life. The blood is the life. So? Oh, that's in the Bible. What use are souls to me? I couldn't eat them or drink. Or drink? You know too much to live, Van Helsing. Oi! I'll go quietly. I'll go quietly. I warned you. 
to send me away. Dr. Stewart, if you don't, you must answer for my soul before the judgment seat of God. <laughs> my friend, you're not hurt? Uh, no. My deepest apologies. You'll think my place shockingly managed. What was your herb that excited him so? Uh, wolfsbane. Wolfsbane? What's that? I thought I knew all the drugs in the pharmacopoeia. One of the ephemerites. Plume the Elder mentioned is a plant. It grows only in the wilds of central Russia. But why did you bring it with you? It's a form of uh, preventative medicine. Well, we live and learn. I never heard of it. Steward, I want you to have that lunatic securely watched. Anything you say, Dr. Van Helsing? But it's my Lucy I want you to look after first. I want you to keep this man under observation. An interesting maniac, no doubt, but surely you'll see my daughter. I must see the records on his case. But, Doctor... Do you think I've forgotten why I'm here? For forgive me, of course I'll show you the records, but... I don't understand why you're so curious about Renfield. Because in your vast experience... Why, I thought they were here, Lucy. John, do you think this new man will be any better than the others? I'm sure he will. Anyway, Lucy, now that I'm back, I'm going to stay with you till you get over this thing. Oh, John, but can you? Your work in town. You come first. I don't think you'd better stay, John. Sometimes I feel that I want to be alone. My dear, how can you say that you don't want to be with me when you're so ill? You love me, don't you? Yes, John, with all my soul. Just as soon as you're well enough, I'm going to take you away. We'll be married next month. Won't wait till June. We'll stretch the honeymoon a month to three months, and the house will be ready in July. <laughs> John, you think we could? Of course, why not? My mother wanted us to wait, but she'll understand. And I want you to get away anyway. Why do you shrink when you kiss me? You're so cold, Lucy. Always so cold. Forgive now me, dear. I am yours. All yours. Oh, John, I'm so tired. So tired. Lucy, dear, this is my old friend, Professor Van Helsing. My dear Miss Stewart, you don't remember poor old Van Helsing. I knew you when you were just a little girl. So high, and now what charm, what beauty. A little pale, yes, but we'll bring the roses back to those cheeks. You were so kind to come, Professor. And this, no doubt, is the uh, fortunate young man you are to marry. Yes, John Harker, Professor. Look here, Professor. I'm not going to get in your way, but if Dr. Sewell will have me, I'm going to make him give me a bed until Lucy gets over this thing. It's absolute hell being away in London, and of course, I can't do any work. You're most welcome to stay, my boy. Indeed, yes. Uh, I should have asked you to stay. I may need you. Now, uh, lie back, just so. Hmm. Now, tell me, when did this uh, weakness first come upon you? Two nights after poor Mina was buried, I had a bad dream. Hmm, a bad dream. Tell me about it. I remember hearing dogs barking before I went to sleep. The air seemed oppressive. I left the reading lamp lit by my bed, but when the dream came, there seemed to come a mist in the room. Was the window open? Yes, I always sleep with my window open. Ah, of course, you're English. 
we uh we continentals are not so particular about fresh air. Uh, and then? The mist seemed so thick I could just see the lamp on my bed, a tiny spark in the fog, and then I saw two red eyes staring at me and a livid white face looking down on me out of the mist. It was horrible, horrible. Uh, there, there. Uh, go on, please. The next morning, my maid could scarcely wake me. I felt weak and languid. Some part of my life seemed to have gone from me. Hmm. Have there been other such dreams? Nearly every night since then has come the mist, the red eyes, and that awful face. We've tried transfusion twice, but each time she recovered her strength. But then would come another dream, and now I dread the night. I know it seems absurd, Professor, but please don't laugh at me. I'm not likely to laugh. No, no! And how long have you had these little marks on your throat? Since, since that first morning. L Lucy, why didn't you tell us? Lucy, you've worn that scarf around your throat to hide them. Now, do not press her. Do not excite her. I was afraid they'd worry you, for I knew that... I knew Mina had them. <laughs> quite, quite right, Miss Lucy, quite right. They're, they're nothing. That old Van Helsing will see that these, uh, dreams trouble you no more. Count Dracula. Ah, oh, good evening, Count. Gentlemen. Miss Seward, how are you? You are looking more yourself this evening. I feel better already, Count. Now that Father's old friend has come to help me. Count Dracula, Professor Van Helsing. A most distinguished scientist whose name we know even in the wilds of Transylvania. But I interrupt a consultation. Not at all, Count. It's, it's good of you to come. We appreciate your motives. Dr. Seward just told me of your offer, and I can't thank you enough. Ah, it is nothing. I should be grateful to be permitted to help Miss Lucy in any way. Oh, but you do, Count. I look forward to your visits. They seem to make me better. And so I arrive to find a rival on the field. <laughs> you encourage me, Miss Seward, to make them more frequent as I should like to. I am always glad to see you. Ah, uh, but you have been lonely here, and my efforts to amuse you with our old tales will no longer have the same success. Now that you have Professor Van Helsing with you, and especially now that Mr. Harker is to remain here. How did you know I was going to stay here, Count? Can the gallant lover ask such a question? I inferred it, my friend. Well, you're right. <laughs> Nothing's going to shift me, not until Lucy is as fit as a fiddle again. Nothing. Please, come as before, Count, won't you? Now you understand. You will not answer Bells. She must not be alone for a single moment under any circumstance. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Good. Right, your maid will come take you to your room. Try to rest for a little while I talk to your father. Well, remember, don't leave her alone for a moment. Oh, no, sir. Professor Van Helsing, so you have come from the land of the tulip to cure the nervous prostration of this charming girl. I wish you all the success. Well, uh, thank you, Count. Do I appear officious, Dr. Seward? I am a lonely man. You are my only neighbors when I am here at Carfax. And your trouble has touched me greatly. 
Count, I am more grateful for your sympathy than I can say. Uh, you, like myself, are a stranger in England, Count. Yes, but I love England and the great London. So different from my own Transylvania, where there are so few people and so little opportunity. Opportunity, Count? For my investigations, Professor. I hope you haven't regretted buying that old ruin across there. Oh, Carfax is not a ruin. The dust was somewhat deep, but we are used to dust in Transylvania. You plan to remain in England, Count? I think so, my friend. The walls of my castle are broken, and the shadows are many, and I am the last of my race. It's a lonely spot you've chosen, Carfax. It is. And when I hear the dogs howling far and near, I almost think myself back in my castle, Dracula, with its broken battlements. Ah, uh, the dogs howl there when there are wolves around, don't they? They do, my friend. And they howl here as well, although there are no wolves. But you wish to consult the anxious father and the great specialist. May I read a book in the study? I'm so anxious to hear what the professor says. And, of course, to learn if I can be of any help. By all means, Count. Very kind of Dracula with his damned untimely friendliness, but now what of my daughter? Yes, Professor. What do you think is the matter with Lucy? Hmm. Your patient, that interest in Renfield, does not like the smell of wolfsbane. Good heavens, what has that got to do with Lucy? Perhaps nothing. In God's name, Professor, is there anything unnatural or occult by this business? Occult? Van Helsing, oh! <laughs> ah, Stuart. Now let me remind you that the superstitions of today are the scientific facts of tomorrow. Science can now transmute the electron, the basis of all matter, into electricity. And what is that but the dematerialization of matter? Yet dematerialization has been known and practiced in India for centuries. Why, in Java myself, I have seen things. My dear old friend, you can't have filled up your fine old brain with eastern moonshine. Moonshine? But anyway, come now, what about my daughter? Ah, Stuart, if you won't listen to what will be harder to believe than any eastern moonshine, if you won't forget your textbooks, keep an open mind, when oh, Stuart, your daughter's life may pay for your pigheadedness. Go on. Go on, Professor. I'm listening. Then I must ask you to listen calmly to what I'm about to say. Sit down. Now, you both heard the legends of Central Europe about the werewolf, the vampires. You mean ghosts who suck the blood of the living? Well, if you wish to call them ghosts. I call them undead. For God's sakes, man, are you suggesting that Mina and now Lucy? Of course I have read those horrible folktales of the Middle Ages, Van Helsing, but I know you better than to suppose... <laughs> that I believe them? I do believe them. You mean to tell us that vampires actually exist? And, and that Mina and Lucy have been attacked by one? Now, your English doctors would all laugh at such a theory. Your police, your public, would laugh. The strength of the vampire 
is that people will not believe in them. Is this the help you bring us? Do not despise it. Doctor, this case has stumped all your specialists. Go on, Professor. Now, vampires are very rare. Nature abhors them. The forces of good combine to destroy them. But a few of these creatures have lived on through the centuries. What's a vampire? <laughs> a vampire, my friend, is a man or woman who is dead and yet not dead. A thing that lives after its death by drinking the blood of the living. It must have blood or it dies. Its power lasts only from sunset to sunrise. And during the hours of the day, it must rest in the earth in which it was buried. But during the night, it has the power to prey upon the living. My friend, you are thinking you'll have to put me amongst your patients. Van Helsing, I don't know what to think, but I confess I simply cannot follow you. What makes you think that Lucy has been attacked by such a creature? Well, Dr. Stewart written an account of these ladies' symptoms at once aroused my suspicion. Anemia? The blood of three men was forced into the veins of Miss Minna. Yet she died from loss of blood. Where did it go? Had your specialist any answer? Now the vampire attacks the throat, leaves two little wounds, white with red centers. Steward, you wrote me of those two marks in Miss Minna's throat. An accident with a safety pin, you said. So I thought. I suspected. I did not know. But I came on the instant. And what do I find? These same wounds on Miss Lucy's throat. Another safety pin, Dr. Steward? Do you mean to say that you've built up all this nightmare out of a safety pin? It's true. I can't make out why she hid those marks from us. Well, I can tell you that. What? I don't believe it. Of course Lucy's trouble can't be that. I do believe it. This theory accounts for all the facts that nobody's been able to explain. We'll take her away where this thing can't get to her. She will not want to go. What? If you force her, the shock may be fatal. But why won't she go if we tell her her life depends on it? Because the victim of a vampire becomes his creature, linked to him in life and after death. Professor, this is too much. Lucy become an unclean thing? A demon? Yes, Harker. Now will you help me? Yes, anything. Tell me what to do. That's dangerous work. Our lives are at stake, but so is Miss Lucy's, and so is her soul. We must stamp out this monster. How can we stamp it out now? Now, this undead thing lies helpless by day in the earth or tomb in which it was buried. A corpse in a coffin? A corpse, if you like, but a living corpse, sustained by the blood of the living. Now, if we can find its earthen home, a stake driven through the heart destroys the vampire. But this is our task. In such a case, the police, all the powers of society, are as helpless as the doctors. What bars or chains can hold a creature that can turn into a wolf or a bat? A wolf? Dr. Seward, those dogs howling? I told you they howl that way in, in Russia when the wolves are about. And a bat! Renfield said there was a bat! Well, what of it? Your friend, Renfield, does not like the smell of wolfsbane. But what in the world has your wolfsbane to do with all this? A vampire cannot stand the smell of wolfsbane. You suspect that lunatic? I suspect no one and everyone. Now tell me, who is this Count Dracula? Dracula? We really know very little about him. Well, when I was in Transylvania, 
I heard of Castle Dracula, a famous voivode Dracula who fought the Turks, lived in there centuries ago. Hmm. I'll make inquiries by telegraph. No, after all this thing must be English, or at least must have died here. And his lair must be near enough to this house for him to get here back before sunrise. Oh, my friend, I have only the beliefs with which to fight this monster that is the strength of 20 men and perhaps the accumulated wisdom and cunning of centuries. This all seems a nightmare, but I'm with you, Professor. And you, Dr. Stewart? It all seems preposterous to me, but everyone else has failed. The case is in your hands at present. Now, I need allies, not neutrals. Very well, then. Do what you will. Good. Now, bring your daughter here. What are you going to do? To set a trap, Miss Lucy, is the bait. My God, we can't let you do that. There is no other way. Now, I believe this thing knows I plan to protect Miss Lucy. This will put it on its guard, and the first moment she's alone... It will no doubt try and get to her, for a vampire must have blood, or its life and death ceases. No, 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 I forbid this. She's my daughter, and I consent. We'll show the professor he's mistaken. You love her only because you don't believe, and I do believe. My God, doctor, I've heard this lunatic laugh, life-eating. You said he was, and you subject Lucy to that risk? Now, I must be the master here, or I can do nothing. I must know in what form this thing comes before I plan how to stamp it out. Now bring your daughter here. Beg pardon, sir. Is Dr. Seward in here? What do you want with him? Old flycatcher's escaped again, sir. Escaped? How? Got blowing me out the window. Door's still locked and I was in the corridor all the while. To drop a 30 feet to the stone flagon, that loony's a bloomin' flying squirrel he is. I say nothing, Dr. Seward at present. Here, nothing. Do you hear? Now get. No, no! Lucy, you have nothing to fear. I want you to lie down here, my dear. But, Doctor! Now, you trust me, do you not? I want you to lie here for just a little. But I am so frightened. Now make your mind passive. Try not to think. Sleep, if you can. I dare not sleep. It's when I sleep that... I know. I know. I'm going to cure you with the help of God. But, Father? You must do as the professor says. Come, Harker. Come, Harker. Lucy? Lucy! Professor, what is it? You saw? God, what was that? Lucy. Lucy, speak to me. Take her to her room, Harker. Quickly. The patient is better, I hope. <laughs> Why? What's that? This here. Take it away! Take it away! Come on, Cuthbert. We ain't too popular. Some people have no sense of humor. What was that? Pardon, sir. He frightened me with that... That animal. Animal? What animal? A white mouse, sir. You mustn't scream. Not in this house now. I'm sorry, sir, but that nasty little beast. 
You alarmed Miss Lucy so. She's dreadfully upset as it is by something in the paper. Oh, do you mean about the Hampstead Horror, sir? The lady in white who gives chocolate to little children. Never mind that, but I will not have Miss Lucy disturbed. Oh, forgive me. My football is not heavy, and your rugs are soft. It's all right, sir, but how did you come in? The door of this room was ajar, so I did not knock. How is Miss Lucy and her nervous prostration? I think she's better, sir. Ah, good. But the strain of Miss Lucy's illness has made you also ill. How, how did you know, sir? But it's only a pain in my head that runs down into my neck. I can remove this pain. I don't understand, sir. Such pains yield readily to suggestions. Excuse me, sir, but if it's hypnotism you mean, I'd rather have the pain. You think of hypnotism as an ugly waving of arms and many passes. No, no, this is not my method. What is given can be taken away. From now on, you have no faith. And you have no will of your own. Do you hear me? I hear you. When you awake, you will not remember what I say. Dr. Seward ordered you today to sleep with your mistress every night in the same bed because of her bad dreams. Is it not so? Yes, Master. Your mistress is threatened by horror and by death. But I will save her. A man can live with a cross person who might come to this house. I will crush him. This is your order. You hear me? Yes, Master. Hear and obey. From now on, you will carry out any suggestion that reaches you from my brain instantly, without question. When I wrote you to do a thing, it shall be done. My call will reach you soon. You have not left your mistress alone? Dr. Seward is with her, sir. What? What's wrong, you girl? Nothing, sir. You've just had a severe shock. It's nothing, sir. I I suddenly felt queer. That's all. I can't remember anything. Hmm. Well, Miss Harker has just arrived. Uh, ask Dr. Stewart to come here and uh, remain with Miss Lucy yourself. Yes, sir. She's dreadfully upset, sir. Upset over what? It's in the evening paper, sir, about the Hampstead Horror. Oh, God, she has seen it? Yes, sir. Everything just the same? When I leave this house, even for a few hours, I dread what I, I dread what I may find when I come back. And well, you may, my friend. God must have sent you here to help us. Without you, there'd be no hope. And this morning, Professor, when you opened your veins to revive Lucy again, it was the least I could do. For my lack of foresight was responsible for this attack. Don't say that. Her maid slept with her, and yet we found the wolfsbane thrown off the bed to the floor. She, she was so weak, so pale. The two little wounds opened fresh again. I had prescribed a stronger defense, but our main task is not defense, but attack. What have you found in London? A lot, but heaven knows what it means or whether it's any use. I, too, have news of which I could make nothing. Ah, John, back from town. Yes? 
We must try and piece together what we have learned today. Now, my colleague in Bucharest writes the Dracula family has been extinct for 500 years. Can the Count be an imposter? Hmm. The castle he calls his own is a desolate ruin near the border. It was built, as you said, Harker, by the terrible uh, voivode Dracula, who was said to have had dealings with evil spirits. He was the last of his race, but for many generations, the peasants have believed Castle Dracula inhabited by a vampire. Then it must be he. My friends, I am bewildered. But surely this confirms your suspicions. I was incredulous till I saw that creature hovering over Lucy. A vampire from Transylvania cannot be in England. But why? Because, as I have told you, the vampire must rest by day in the earth in which the corpse it inhabits was buried. In the earth? The vampire must return to its burial place by sunrise. I found today that Dracula arrived at the Croydon Airdrome in a three-engine German plane on March the 6th. March the 6th? Three days before Mina was first taken ill. Yes, this plane had made a non-stop flight from Seekley in Transylvania. It left just after sunset. It arrived two hours before dawn. It carried only the count in six packing cases. Did you learn what was in those cases? He told the custom people he wanted to see whether Transylvania plants would grow in a foreign climate in their native soil. Soil? What was in those boxes? Just plain dirt. He left it in a lorry with the six coffin-like boxes before sunrise. Oh, my God. Yes, before sunrise. The king of vampires, my friends. Now, this creature is the terrible Voivo Dracula himself. In his satanic pride and contempt, he even uses his own name. For who could suspect, for 500 years, he has been fettered to his castle, because he must sleep by day in his graveyard. But five centuries pass. The aeroplane is invented. His chance has come. For now, he can cross Europe in a single night. He prepared six coffins filled with the earth in which he must rest by day. He leaves his castle after sunset. By dawn, he is in London and safe in one of his cases. A great risk, but he has triumphed. He has reached London with its team in millions, with its opportunity, as he said. God protect my Lucy. I saw the estate agent from whom he bought Carfax here and got the address of four old houses he had leased in different parts of London. Now, one of his coffin retreats is in each of those houses. Two heavy boxes were delivered at Carfax the day after he took possession. He scattered them for safety. Now, if we can find all six, we can't destroy them. But how? Now, his native earth will no longer receive his unclean form if each box is sanctified with holy water. Then we must get those boxes, tear them open one by one. If we find them, then in God's name, Professor, I demand... My hand shall drive the stake into this devil's heart and send his soul to hell. Your plan is too dangerous. But why? These attacks on Lucy continue. Are we to delay while my child is dying? No, not for a moment. Patience, my friends. Now, this creature is more than mortal. His cunning is the growth of ages. How, if we find five of his boxes and close them against him and cannot find the sixth? Well then he will bury himself in his last refuge, where we can never find him, and sleep until we're dead. Then Lucy will be safe. <laughs> for her life, yes, but his unclean kiss has claimed her for his own. 
When she dies, she will become as he is, a foul thing in the night. A vampire can wait. No, my friends, there's only one way to save her from him, to destroy him. You're right, as always. Now we have one great advantage. By day, he is a confined corpse. Of our search by day, he can know nothing, if we leave no traces. God, this delay. Now we must make the round of his houses and find all six boxes without his knowledge, and then we act. But what about the caretakers or the servants? All the houses will be empty. The vampire plays a lone hand. <laughs> Redfield! He's been here all the time we've been talking. <laughs> Did you hear what we were saying, man? Yes, I heard something enough. Be guided by what he says. It is your only hope. It is her only hope. It is my only hope. Save my soul! Save my soul! I am weak! You are strong! I am crazy! You are sane! You are good! And he is evil! I will save you, Renfield. But you must tell me what you know. Everything. No? <laughs> what should I know? I, I don't know anything. You say I'm mad, and Dr. Seward will tell you about that. You mustn't pay any attention to anything I say. We cannot waste time with this fellow. I'll have him taken away. Fool! Fool! And I thought you were wise. The whole world is mad just now, and if you want help, you must come to a madman to get it. <laughs> but I'll not give it to you, I'm afraid. A wise madman will obey him who is strong and not the weak. Him? Who do you mean? Oh, need we mention names among friends? Come, Professor, be reasonable. What have I got to gain by being on your side? The doctor keeps me shut up all day, and if I'm good, he gives me a little sugar to spread out for my flies. But on the other hand, if I serve him... The blood is the life. Hey, Renfield. Now, what do you have to do with Count Dracula? <coughs> I never even heard the name before. Now you are lying. Madmen, Professor, lack the power to discriminate between truth and falsehood. So I take no offense at what most men would consider an affront. Send me away. I asked you to before, and you wouldn't. If you only knew what has happened since then, I dare not tell you more. I dare not. I should die in torment if I betrayed. Dr. Shu will send you away if you speak. Yes, Renfield, I offer you your soul in exchange for what you know. God will not damn a poor lunatic soul. God knows the devil is too strong for us who have weak minds. But send me away. I want you to promise, Dr. Seward. If you will speak. Come, Renfield. Then I will tell you. Count Dracula is... Master! Master, I, I, I didn't say anything. I told them nothing. I am loyal to you. I am your slave. There's a big bat flying in a circle. It's gone. Wait, what's that? Just passing the small shrub. It looks like a... a big gray dog. Are you sure it was a dog? Well, it might, it might easily be a wolf. 
Oh, but that's nonsense. Our nerves are making us see things. Cool. Renfield, what were you about to say? Oh, nothing, nothing. Professor, have you seen what's in this? Miss Lucy, give it to... Are you Miss Stewart? I am. Then, in the name of the merciful and compassionate God, leave this place at once. But this is my home. Nothing would induce me to leave. Oh, that's true. You wouldn't go if they tried to drag you away, would you? Oh, it's too late. What a fool I am. I, I shall be punished for this, and it can't do any good. It's too late. You are so young, so beautiful, so pure. Even I have decent feelings sometimes, and I must tell you, and if you don't go, your soul will pay for it. You are in the power of... Goodbye, Miss Seward. Since you will not heed my warning, I pray God that I may never see your face again. What did he mean, Professor? What did he mean? Why did he say that? That crazy thing in league with the devil. Horrible. And Lucy already upset by something in the paper. Go in and get that paper from her. Whatever it is, she keeps on reading that article again and again. Take it away from her, man, and come back to me. Don't overdo it, Van Helsing. God knows where we would be if you went under. After a transfusion operation at your age, you really ought to be in bed. The loss of so much blood is serious. I never felt more fit in my life. I only ask you not to overestimate your strength now. When we lean on you, feeling fit, are you? Just look at yourself in the glass. The devil. Come, not so bad as that. I did not hear you, Count. I am often told that I have a light footstep. I was looking in the mirror. Its reflection covers the whole room, but I cannot see... Forgive me. I dislike mirrors. They are playthings of a man's vanity. And how's the fair patient? Diagnosis uh, presents difficulties. I feared it might, my friend. Would you care to see what I have prescribed for my patient? Anything that you prescribe for Miss Lucy has the greatest interest for me. The prescription is a most unusual one. Oh, gosh darn it. The cut is, uh, not deep. I looked. No, but it will serve. Here is my medicine for Miss Lucy. Oh, do you not care for the smell? You are a wise man, Professor, for one who has not lived even a single lifetime. You flatter me, Count. But not wise enough to return to Holland at once now that you have learned what you have learned. Oh, I prefer to remain, even though a certain lunatic here attempts to kill me. Lunatics are difficult. They do not do what they are told. They even try to betray their benefactors. But when servants fail to obey orders, the master must carry them out for himself. I anticipate as much. 
in the past 500 years, Professor, those who have crossed my path have all died, and some, not pleasantly, come here. Ah, your will is strong. Then I must come to you. More medicine, Professor? More effective than Wolf's bank account. Indeed. Sacrilege. I have a dispensation. Good, Van Helsing. What was that? A revolver shot. It came as a relief. Now that, at least, is something human. Who broke the mirror? I. Sorry if I startled you. I saw the infernal bat around the side of the house. I couldn't resist a shot. Did you hit it? The bullet was never made, my friend, that could harm that bat. My weapons are stronger. What do you mean? Dracula has been here. Good God! How did he get in? You ask how the Vampire King, during the hours of the night, the hours that are his, comes and goes, as the wind, my friend, as he pleases. He came to kill me. But I carry a power stronger than his. What power? Well, I expected an attack. I secured a dispensation from the Cardinal. I have it with me. The host. He came. I proved my case if it needed proof. The mirror does not reflect this man that was who cast no shadow. See, I cut my finger. It leapt at the blood. But before the sacred wafer, it fled. Lucy must not know. Oh, Miss Lucy knows. More than you think. How can she? If she knew, she'd tell me. As these attacks continue, she comes more and more under his power. There's a mystic link between them. It is hard to bear, but you must face it. It may be that you can already learn what passes in her mind. And so Miss Lucy must not be told that we know about the earth boxes, for he may learn whatever she knows. But, Professor, that would mean that Lucy is in collusion with this creature. That's impossible. Oh, no, no, no. Miss Lucy, you must not. Lucy, what's in the paper that's upset you? Read it. No, harder, no! Read it. The Hampstead Horror. Further attacks on small children committed after dark by a mysterious and beautiful woman in Hampstead are reported today. The narratives of three small girls, all under 10 years of age, tally in essential details. Each child speaks of a beautiful lady in white who gave her chocolate and her to some secluded corner and then kissed and fondled and bit her slightly in the throat. Go on. The wounds are trivial. The children suffer no harm and do not seem to have been frightened. Indeed, one small girl told her mother she hoped she might see the beautiful lady again. So soon, so soon. You know what has been happening, Lucy? Professor Van Helsing knows, too. He knows how to protect you, Lucy. Is it not too late? No, Miss Lucy, it's not too late. These poor, innocent children. You think Count Dracula... Not that name. You think the werewolf has done this too? Of course, in the form of a woman. Who else could it be? Oh, it's worse. Far worse. Worse? What do you mean? Miss Lucy knows. The woman in white is Nina. Mina? But she's dead, Lucy. 
she has joined the master. Oh, God, have pity on us all! My dear Miss Lucy, I will not ask you how you know. After tonight, no more little children will meet the woman of wife. She will remain at rest in the tomb where you laid her. And her soul, released from this horror, will be with God. How can you do this? Do not ask me. Professor, if you can save Mina's soul after her death, can you save mine? Oh, Lucy. I will save you. In the name of God, I swear it. And he has given me a sign in this room tonight. Then promise me one thing. Whatever you plan to do, whatever you know, do not tell me. Not even if I beg you to tell me, swear that you will not now, while I'm still yours. While I'm myself, promise it. I promise it. No, no, John. You mustn't kiss me. Promise that you never will, not even if I beg you to. I promise. My dear Miss Lucy, from tonight on, one of us will be awake all night here in this room, next to your bedroom with your door open. You are so good. Yes, and I will make the room safe for you. Your maid will be with you. Now, Doctor, rub these over the window, little room over here. See? Like this. Rub it around the sashes, especially above the lock. Now, see, I've made this wreath that you must wear around your neck tonight. While you wear it, those dreams cannot come to you. Now, swear to me that you will not take these off. I promise. Swear it on the cross. I swear it. Professor, surely the host is more powerful than the wolf's bane. Well, of course. Then leave the host with her. Nothing can harm her then. No. The host cannot be used where there has been pollution. <laughs> what is it? It's Renfield, sir. Why haven't you got him locked up? Because he's barred himself in, sir. He's got hold of one of the patients. He had her by the throat. Ah, human blood now. Come, Stuart. Come, Harker. I should have had him sent away. John, don't leave me, too. Of course I won't, Miss Lucy. It's nothing but a quarrel among the patients. Mr. Harker will be back soon. Here, Miss Lucy. These evil-smelling flowers have made you faint. It is so close, madam. A little air. What is it? Anybody what wants my job, sir, can have it. What's the matter? I knows what I knows and what I seen I saw, and I opt to buy the first train and don't ask for no wages in lieu of notice. Where's Renfield? If you ask me, I say he's probably paying a little visit to hell. You've let him escape again? Look here, sir. Having, so to speak, resigned, I don't have to put up with any more from any of you. What a man can't help, he can't help, and that's that. Can't you see, man, that Dr. Stewart is not well? Will you desert him when he needs all the help he can get? Putting it that way, sir, I ain't the man to run under fire, but I'm sick and tired of being told off for what ain't my fault. We don't blame you. No bolts or bars could hold Renfield. Now, sir, you're talking sense. I had him in a straitjacket this time. Nearly all yesterday I worked at clamping the bars across the window. Now I find them bars pulled apart like they was made of cheese and I'm gone. Well, then try and find him. Find him, sir. Find him. I can't chase him up and down the wall. I ain't no bloody mountain goat. Oh, this thing mocks us. A few hours after he finds out what we know and what we have done, he comes here and drags that poor creature his to himself. What 
can the vampire want with Renfield? Renfield is serving an apprenticeship to join the Vampire King after his death. We must prevent that. What does Renfield matter? If we are beaten, then there is no god. We dare not despair, Seward. To figure out in advance what anyone would do who got on his track. I thought we had him when he broke into Carfax and found two earth boxes there. And then found out one box, one of the other four houses. When I pried the lid off the sixth box, I was sure we had him there. Helpless. Empty. Empty packing case. Left us blind. He only brought six in his plane, so there can only be one left. Only one hidden or we can never find it and now we put him on his guard yes it it is not half an hour till sunrise poor john has been sitting up with lucy for nine hours she'll be safe at dawn and can get some sleep if anyone can sleep in this house whoever else sleeps or does not sleep miss lucy will sleep at dawn another horror Oh, you've noticed how she stays awake all night and sleeps by day. Is that part of the change? Of course. And sometimes, the look that comes on her face. Don't, man, for God's sake, I can't bear it. We must face the facts for her sake. How could it have got to her with the wolfsbane and the cross around her neck? Suggestion conveyed from the monster? <laughs> yes. He must have impelled the maid to take away the wolfsbane and cross and open the window. I should have foreseen that. Don't blame yourself. The devil is more cunning than we are. Yet, Lucy seems better. Until this last attack, she's always been exhausted. But at sunset last night, when she woke up after sleeping all day... There was blood in her cheeks again. Yes, thank God. Oh, my poor friend, where does that blood come from? What do you suggest now? What fresh horror? Is not half past five in the morning a strange hour for men who aren't crazy to be up and about? We may get help from this thing while still half human. Renfield! He's after me. He's going to kill me. Help us, Renfield, and we'll save you. You? You poor, puny man. You measure your brains against his? You don't know what you're dealing with. You, a thick-headed American and a fool of an alienist and a young cub of a boy. Why, not all the soldiers and police in London could stop the master from doing as he likes. But God can stop him. God permits evil. Why does he permit evil if he is good? Tell me that. How did you escape those iron bars? Madmen have a great strength, Doctor. Come, Renfield. We know you didn't wrench those bars apart yourself. No, I didn't. I wanted them there. I hope they'd keep him out. He did it. Then he called to me, and I had to come. The master is angry. He promised me eternal life and live things, live things, big ones, not flies and spiders and blood. To drink always blood, I must obey him, but I don't want to be like him. I am mad. I know and bad, too, for I've taken lives, but they were only little lives. I am not like him. 
I wouldn't like a human life. <laughs> oh, John. And why did I seek to betray him? For you. I said I'd serve the devil, but I didn't serve him honestly. I don't like women with no blood in them. <laughs> and yet, I warned you and made him angry. And now, perhaps he will kill me. <laughs> and I won't get any more live things to eat. There will be no more blood. Ah! Ah! Lucy, darling, you mustn't mind that poor crazy creature. <laughs> I don't. He amuses me. Oh, Lucy, how can you? The poor devil, thank God, it will be soon dawn now. Dawn, the ebb tide of life. I hate the dawn. How can people like daylight? At night, I am really alive. The night was made to enjoy life and love. Come to me, John, my own John. Lucy, I'm so happy you're better and strong again. I've never been so well, so full of vitality. I was only a poor, washed-out, pale creature. I don't know what made you love me, John. There was no reason why you should, but there is now. I worship you. Then tell me something, John. If you love me, you'll tell me. Now don't turn away from me again. You made me promise that I wouldn't tell you anything. Oh, but I release you from your promise. There now. What were you and Father and the funny professor doing all day? I can't tell you. I promised. You say you love me, but you don't trust me? I would trust you with my life, my soul. Then prove it. What were you doing over there in Carfax with the hammer and the horrible iron stake? You don't think I'm asking you because I'm just trying to find out whether you really love me. So you try to hide your schemes and your plots. Afraid I'd give them away, are you? You fools. Whatever he wants to know, he finds out for himself. He knows what you do. He knows what you think. He knows everything. Lucy. My dear, I'm sorry. Let me kiss away the tears. No, 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 no. You mustn't kiss me. You made me promise not to let you kiss me. You don't know why I said that, John Darling. It was because I love you so much. I was afraid of what might happen. You've always thought of me cold, but I've blood in my veins. Hot blood, my John. And I knew if I were to kiss you, but I'm not afraid now. Come, will you make me say it? Lucy, I, I don't understand you. I love you. I want you. Come to me, my darling. I want you. Lucy! Lucy! Harker! Harker! Save yourself! I warned you, my poor friend. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Don't come to me, John. I am unclean. My darling, in my eyes, you're purity itself. Oh, you love her, and in love there is truth. She is pure, and that evil thing that entered her shall be rooted out. 
You said you could save Mina's soul. Mina's soul's in heaven now. Tell me how. It's your right to know. Now, I entered her tomb. I pried open the coffin. I found her there, sleeping, but not dead, not truly dead. There was blood in her cheeks, a drop of blood like a red ruby on the corner of her mouth. With a stake and a hammer, I struck to the heart. One scream, a convulsion, and then a look of peace came out of her face. When with the help of God, I made her truly dead. If I die... Swear to me that you will do this to my body. It shall be done. I swear it. And I. My lover, my father, my dear friend, you've sworn to save my soul, and now I am done with life. I cannot live on to become what you know. No, no, Miss Lucy. By all you hold sacred, you must not even think of suicide. That will put you in his power forever. I cannot face this horror that I'm incoming. We will find this thing that fouled your life, destroy him, and send his soul to burn in hell. It shall be in my hands, Lucy. You must destroy him if you can, but with pity in your heart, not rage and vengeance. That poor soul who has done so much evil needs our prayers more than any other. No, you can't ask me to forgive. Perhaps I, too, will need your prayers and your pity. My dear Miss Lucy, now, while you are yourself, help me. How can I help you? Don't tell me, no, you mustn't tell me anything. Each time the, uh, the white face, the red eyes came to you, you were pale, exhausted afterwards. But that last time... Last time, he said, he said I was his bride. He would seal me to him for centuries to come. And then? And then... No, no, I, I can't tell you. I can't. But you must. You must, Lucy. He scratched open one of his veins. He pressed my mouth to it. He called it a mystic sacrament. He made me... He made me drink... I can't! I can't! Go on! I warned you, my poor friend. I broke in when I heard the dogs howling. The dogs? Then the werewolf is about... He is pursuing Renfield. God, we must do something. And at once. I shall leave Renfield here as I did Miss Lucy. If that thing appears, we see we bar the doors in the window. Bar? Against that? Even against that, for we shall each carry the sacred element. And then? And then, I do not know. It will be terrible, for we do not know his full powers. But this, I know. It is eight minutes to sunrise. The power of all evil things ceases with the coming of the day. Now his last one earth box is his only refuge. If we can keep him here till daybreak, he must collapse. And then the stake and the hammer are ready. He is here. No! No! But you must, man. This may save your soul and your life as well. No! 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 Not alone! Don't leave me alone! Oh! Oh! Master! I didn't do it! I said nothing. I am your slave, your dog. Master, don't kill me. For the love of God, let me live. Punish me. Torture me. I deserve it. But let me live. I can't face God with all those lives on my conscience. 
all that blood on my hands. Did I not promise you that you should come to me at your death and enjoy centuries of life and power over the bodies and souls of others? Yes. Yes, Master. I want life. I want blood. But I didn't want human life. You betrayed me. You sought to warn my destined bride against me. Mercy. Mercy. Mercy, don't kill me! My friends, I regret I was not present to receive your calls at my house. Four minutes till sunrise. Your watch is correct, Professor. Your life and death has reached its end. By God's mercy. Its end. Not yet, Professor. I still have more than three minutes to add to my five hundred years. And three minutes from now, you'll be in hell, where a thousand years of agony will bring you one second nearer the end of your punishment. Silence, Harker. Miss Lucy forbade this. She asked for prayer and for pity. Now make your peace with God, man that was. We are not your judges. We know not how this curse may have come upon you. You fools! You think with your wafers, your wolf's bane, you can destroy me? Me, the king of my kind? You shall see. Five of my earth boxes you have polluted. Have you found the sixth? You cannot reach your sixth refuge now. Take your true form as werewolves if you will. Your fangs may rend us, but we each have sworn to keep you here for two minutes and a half when you collapse and we can make an end. You keep me? Fools, listen and let my words ring in your ears all your lives and torture you on your deathbeds. I go. I go to sleep in my box for a hundred years. You've accomplished that much against me, Van Helsing. But in a century I shall wake and call my bride to my side from her tomb. My Lucy, my queen... Ah, uh, yeah, I have other brides of old who wait me in their vaults of Transylvania, but I shall set her above them all. Should you escape? We know how to save Lucy's soul, if not her life. Ah, the stake. Yes, but only if she dies by day. I shall see that she dies by night. She shall come to an earth box of mine at her death and await her master. To do to her what you did to my Mina, Van Helsing, you must find her body, and that you will not. And she shall die by day. You will kill her? You lack the courage, you poor rat of flesh and blood. Silence, John, he is doomed. This is his revenge. He hopes to trouble us. And I thank you for reminding me of the time. Parker, open the curtains. That is the east. The sun will rise beyond that meadow there. The clouds are coloring. God's daybreak. A pleasant task you have set yourself, Mr. Harker. Ten seconds. Be ready when he collapses. The sun. The stake, Professor. The stake!
Hold him, Doctor. I've got him. <laughs> Up the chimney as a bet. You heard what he said. God will not permit it. What's to be done now, Van Helsing? We'll trick Renfield into showing us. Dare we leave Renfield on Earth to become a slave when he dies? But he's human. We can't do murder. I'll do it if you won't, Doctor. Go to your office and get some painless drugs. They're going to kill me, Master. Save me. I am coming to you. Now he's showing us the way. Where does that passage go? I never knew there was a passage. Only that devil has the combination. We'll break through somehow. Harker, quick, the hammer. Oh, for God's sake, be careful, steward. These stairs go down forever. May God protect us. Is Harker there? I've gone for a lantern. I've got to the bottom? Now be careful. I'm right behind you. What can this place be? It seems an old vault. What is it? Oh, what are you Sorry, sorry. I'm all right. A big rat ran across my foot. Where are you? What is this place? We can't see. This place smells horribly of bats. It has an animal smell, like the lair of a wolf. That's what it is. There's absolutely nothing here. Here's another passage. <laughs> I thought so. That must lead to Carfax. The sixth earthen box is hidden somewhere here. And the monster is in it. You can't be sure. <laughs> Renfield! Where is he? Over there somewhere. Even if Renfield knows about this place, that doesn't prove the vampire's here. Now, is it the vampire's life or yours? Look at him, man. Look at him. He knows. I know nothing. Let me go. Let me go, I say. He was stretched here, but he wouldn't let me drag him back. Ah, here it is. Quick, mistake. What a horrible undead thing he is laying there. Let me drive it in deep. That's over the heart, Doctor? Yes. See his face now. That look of peace. He is crumbling away. Thank God. We're free. Father! Father! Sean! Lucy! Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. Just a moment, ladies and gentlemen. Just a word before you go. And we hope the memories of Dracula and Renfield won't give you bad dreams. So just a word of reassurance. When you get home tonight and the lights have been turned out and you are afraid to look behind the curtains and you dread to see a face appear at the window, why, just pull yourself together and remember that after all, there are such things. Thank you for listening to Standby for Places. New episodes come out every Wednesday, so don't forget to subscribe.
For more information and to learn how you can donate, visit our website at standbyforplaces.org. For behind-the-scenes content and news on our upcoming projects, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash standbyforplaces or our Instagram at standbyforplacespod.